0: Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. Creating pathways, connecting people to Christ, to others, to purpose. Welcome to the Christway Connect podcast. This is the place where we say Jesus is the way. Everything else is a conversation and we mm-hmm. welcome you to the conversation today with Arnick and Deli in studio. Well oh, yeah. fellas, What's up? we are dialing in to Is it your favorite book? I love Timothy he loves Timothy. One of the favorites. Yeah, right. one of the sixty <laughs> favorite books. First Timothy is what we're reading this week. We are uh, going to be in First Timothy chapter three. So Timothy, this interesting book that is actually written as a directive, corrective to the Ephesian church. Mm-hmm. Right. So the church at Ephesus, and uh, Paul writes the letter to Timothy to take to them. Mm-hmm. Addresses it to Timothy. And what's kind of interesting about it, I think, is that the book is like the the letter is is to this group of people, and then Paul like gives him props <laughs> in the letter, mm-hmm. like, hey, Timothy, you're super awesome. thank you for being so amazing. And make sure you tell these people like he's giving him his authority in that in the book. yeah, yeah, yeah. so very interesting. Uh, chapter three, uh, I don't have every chapter in the Bible, of course, committed to. Memory, But 1 Timothy 3, I know, talks about leadership and the, uh, the power of the scripture. So I want to just uh, just read through this real quickly. I'm going to mm-hmm. read out of the NIV and just read through uh, some of the things that Paul talks to Timothy about for leadership. And also, then, of course, 1 Timothy 3.16, if you're a student of the scripture at all, is one that you are going to know. So here's a trustworthy saying, if anyone sets his heart... On being an overseer, he desires a noble task. Now, the overseer must be above reproach, the husband of but one wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect. And then this parenthetic note, if anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? (laughs) In parentheses, he must not be a recent convert or he may become conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. Verse 8, deacons likewise are to be men worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine and not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience They must first be tested, and then if there's nothing against them, let them serve as deacons. Verse 11. In the same way, their wives are to be women worthy of respect, not malicious talkers, but temperate and trustworthy in everything. A deacon must be the husband of but one wife and must manage his children and his household well. Those who have served well gain an excellent standing and great assurance in their faith in Christ Jesus. Although I hope to come to you soon... I'm writing you these instructions so that if I am delayed, you'll know how people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. Beyond all question, the mystery of godliness is great. He appeared in a body, was vindicated by the spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, and was taken up in glory. There you Mm -hmm. go. That's an IV, right? Yeah. That is an IV. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: What you got? No. You got the looking at several different versions of it right now, just seeing how that crosses over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: It's good stuff.
0: I was preaching Sunday, and someone kept saying, "Make it plain." I'm pretty sure he just
2: did.
1: That's making it plain. That's making it plain. It yeah. Out.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, one of the things I was thinking of when you were, you know, telling us the kind of the background of this book, you know that that Timothy. I mean Timothy's like his one of I mean like one of his kids, right? Like a T Father yeah, in the men, gospel. Yeah, like father stuff. in the you know, so I think about that as um as Timothy is sent, you know, to Ephesus and is there and and Paul is writing this as to me almost like a pastoral uh role, really, even like, hey, like listen, you know, this is this is how things need to be conducted. This, you know, I, I, there's things that are off, there's teaching that is being you know, false teaching and all these things like, and here's, here's what you need to have um, directives for people to be in leadership, you know, and like just giving him all these insights, really, you yeah. know, yeah. and I think that's, I think it's really cool that he's, that he's doing that. And, and like you said, with such plainness, right? Like, <laughs> you know, when me, me and you've had conversations, it's like, okay, uh, listen, you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is, this is what you need to do. Right. And so I love that how, how Paul just uh, is so close to Timothy that he can do that, and um, and you, really did, lay it out. Did you love it then? <laughs> <laughs> did, did when we did it? Uh, uh, I mean, looking back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. No, you never love
1: it at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's important to know, and what I love about this conversation that Paul is having is our he, when Paul deals with public, the public of church, you know, the just the the outgoingness of the ministry of the gospel Mm -hmm. and how that interacts with the public, with new believers. Mm -hmm. It's very, for lack of a better term, merciful, Mm -hmm. and it's very, very uh, considerate. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to be careful that our public policy, which is, to me, absolutely incentivized in the gospel message to be to make knowing the Lord easy mm-hmm. we have to also remember that the public policy doesn't dictate the training of leadership mm-hmm. the two are not always one and the same as a matter of fact they're never one and the same mm-hmm. training leaders and the way we interact with the public and yes I have incentive for saying this Mm -hmm. the way I interact with the public in the gospel message Mm -hmm. it's not the way I interact with training leaders Mm -hmm. because leaders have a certain level it's not about lawful accountability but and it's certainly not about a hierarchy in in the gospel message Mm -hmm. but it's about the sense of responsibility and training the temperance and the thinking and the mindset and the countenance if you will to have a leadership relationship with people is totally different than presenting the gospel. The gospel mm-hmm. should be easy, but as Andy always says, discipleship, on the other hand, mm-hmm. costs everything. It yeah. costs everything, mm-hmm. and the, and that's what I love about the language of Paul with Timothy. He's like, okay, when you preach this gospel, let's make it easy. Mm-hmm. And he preaches about freedom, and he preaches about the interactivity of God's grace and mercy with us. But then he's like, now, son. I'm gonna tell you what you really gotta do <laughs> to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And I just love that sense of accountability. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the two are at contention with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So the circle of here's how I present You said publicly, I guess, right? Yeah, this, and this by message. that I
1: mean the public. Just yeah. the the greater public, the that's the people that we're in mission to, that's the people that we serve. Whether it's on Sunday or Monday through Saturday. And that's how we interact with people becoming more like Christ. I think that is a light thing. I think that should be with ease. And it should always be a grace message. Mm-hmm. But to create servants, on the other mm-hmm. hand, takes, mm-hmm. I think, a different level of discipline. And uh, I, I disciple. don't Disciple. Yeah, to make a disciple. A disciplined disciple, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So when you're when you're talking about the things that needed to be corrected, right? Earlier, Del, you're saying mm-hmm. uh, what he does here is he doesn't tell him what to correct. He doesn't tell him what to do. He doesn't say pick these people and they should say these corrective things. Mm-hmm. What struck me when you were talking, right? When you're talking, is I'm like he's he's talking about their character. Yeah. He's like these are the folks that are going to lead the message. Right. But we're not going to tell you the message right now. What I'm going to tell you about is here's the kind of vessel it needs to be. Right. right. And the things that are important in that vessel. And I feel like it might have been last week. We were just talking about how God does these things that we don't understand. And some of them are difficult. And the challenge of some of those things. And we trust him and give that to him. And apparently he knows we need what we need. And and the ways that character is actually built in our life Mm
2: -hmm.
0: is not easy. Usually, right? It's not take this or read these three things and boom, character. But it's the trying of your faith. It's the patience. It's the uh, last week we were talking about trial and the tribulation and Mm -hmm. those kinds of things for us. And this is super corny, but really good. Uh, And it was very clear for me. Uh, We we often hear that when we go to heaven, we want to hear the Lord say, well done, good, good. And faithful servant, and so the joke is, if you want to hear well done, then you're going to have to stay in the oven.
2: <laughs> Let me write that Isn't one that down. Funny? Hold on, Sunday's message recharge.
0: <laughs> if you want to hear well done, <laughs> that's good. You're going to a little play on words, right? You're going yeah. to stay in the oven, mm-hmm. and and we're all like, yeah, that's kind of funny, but it's also kind of kind of so true, kind true of true. So when we're yeah. looking at this to be an overseer, I love this. It says anyone setting his heart. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Aspire,
2: yeah. Mine says aspire. Yay, yeah, like your heart for it. Desires, mm. yeah.
0: Passion. I was in a meeting yesterday. We were at a conference in Indy, and someone was talking about starting a recovery center. People in the crowd, this room was full of people trying to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be honored to sit on a panel with, with three other folks. One of the ladies with us, she said, you know, you've got to remember this is your passion. This is your dream. Right? right When things get hard, this is your mm-hmm. dream to execute. So kind of interesting here, and I don't think people are super comfortable with that, to say, you know, what do you want to do? I want to be a preacher. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to be a leader in a church. I, I could count on maybe one hand. Like I don't remember <laughs> right people that want to do But yeah. the scripture in Corinthians, it says, follow after love and desire mm-hmm. spiritual.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like follow after peace and pursue it, right? And then this, setting your heart, if that's the case, and you've set your heart on being an overseer, full disclosure, a few weeks ago, Melinda and I were talking about something, and I looked at her and I said, why would anyone want to be a leader again? <laughs>
2: yeah, please that? remind me. Why is yeah. that? And I
0: had the same conversation with Dana at, at Next Step. Mm. And we all just, we all just laughed. Yeah. And we're not going to resign being leaders, but there are these moments when you're like, man, there are easier things to do. Yeah. Mm. There are easier frankly frankly bubble. easier ways to buy groceries right Way easier so you look at this you set your heart on it Then he, you desire something noble mm-hmm. you desire a noble test that's a cool intro yes.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: above reproach uh, he could have stopped there couldn't he
2: yeah covers a lot of things yes
0: <laughs> husband of one wife and whether that means you can never be divorced or you can never remarry. Or the culture of having many wives. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can Google that. And you'll get all three of those in the first three yeah, hits. Yeah. So I don't know exactly that. Temperate and self control. Temperate like moderation. Mm-hmm. Temperance, right? The temperance movement. Moderation, self control, respectable, hospitable. Right, a person that's open and welcomes into the, like that's yeah. what a leader does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about the silo leader? What about the isolated leader? What about that? What do you think this says to that?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it gives it a good kicking, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, even, I mean, like people's the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. another little these anecdotes that we hear. My my father in law, wonderful guy, uh, passed a few years ago, and I recall him saying, "Pastoring, wonderful job. If it wasn't for the people,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah."
0: Yeah, you laugh about that. Because it's a little bit, you're like, oh, yeah, I get that. But pastoring is no job without the people Mm -hmm. also, right? And frankly, I've been one of those people. I still am one of those people. Yeah, I am but one of the pastors here, Mm -hmm. right? And so the whole idea of that, calling people into this space to be raised up to be hospitable. Mm-hmm. Right. We were talking about these pathways of connection mm-hmm. that we tried to create this past weekend. Right. And we, we Delia and I were talking at lunch today. Yeah. We said we could have gotten a whole bunch of people together and like made a plan and mm-hmm. say, look around almost like if you see someone in a blue shirt, mm-hmm. go to, you know, if you see someone sitting by themselves, yeah, go to them. That, yeah. We could have made that directive, but mm-hmm. then it's not authentic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right. Not authentic to, av- to, to, to let that come out of you and see someone and let those connections happen because you've created a path, not because you've made it a, a doctrine or a dogma. That's
1: right. That's right. I, um, with the death of the queen, and long live the queen, long live the king. king now, yes. Yeah. With the death of the queen, I baptized myself, I don't get to do it much, into the series The Crown. And it's funny that you talked about that silo leader. Uh, I think that sometimes the kingdom can either intentionally or unintentionally create these silo leaders by needing a mysterious figure and raising people to a level of mystery that somehow gives people hope. And she talked about that very extensively and really embraced that. But she was also the first queen that ever uh, lived during the, you know, the area where there wasn't reverence for that office. And a big part of the 70-year commitment she had was breaking that fourth wall between her and the people to an extent and bringing media into play and getting touches that were more intimate with the people. And what it did is it unified Britain, and it also strengthened their economy when she did that. Now, I say that to say this, I think in this time especially, I think we've seen success, unfortunately, and I say that intentionally, with church interactions with leadership where there's that isolation Mm -hmm. and that sense of mystery. I think we're coming upon that same thing that the Queen did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nobody's accepting church like that anymore. There has to be an interaction with the people. There has to be a connectivity because most of the people that are coming there if they just wanted mysterious leadership, they could be led politically that way, yeah. or they could be led at their job that way. People want a sense of connection to the people that lead them, and I'm not going to lie; I'm saying that from a place where I was mm-hmm. kind of raised in a culture that created I was, that. I was ministry. just about to
2: ask that if, yeah. if if but for both of you, like of, yeah. W- yeah, what what does that look like? How how has that changed the way you lead? today, right? Like, how does that change the way you lead today as as compared to your past? As you're talking,
0: I was thinking about uh, several pastors that I worked with or worked under through the years, and certainly not all of them, but a few for sure. They would uh, roll in. So we do act one. If you're unfamiliar with Christ way, we do singing and communion and prayer, and we call that act one. And there's a lot of singing to move you to a place of prayer. And then we take a break, intentional intermission, and then come back for preaching. If that was the case, mm-hmm. and this fellow that I'm talking about, he would come in. You would see him. The first time you would see him, is at 30 seconds until Act Two. Mm-hmm. Like not yeah. a bit of Act One in the building. Not mm-hmm. a, not singing. He's in his office. He's by himself. He's
1: thinking, praying. I don't know what he's doing. Right. And just so you know, that doesn't sound foreign to me at all. Mm-hmm. But
0: he's not. Yeah. He's he's not out. He's not out. Anybody worshiping right. or anything like that. So. Um, and and that was in an era where you sat on the platform when you were a leader. Mm. Uh, pastors all sat on the platform, so he would come out late, and there was a bit of an aura about that. You know, yeah. uh, I looked at that back then. I'm like, not really my style, mm. not really how I would want to do it. And mm. I've been in more than a few places where that has happened, and they were distant. Now to counter that story, mm. there's a gentleman named Rex Johnson, and he pastors in Austin. Mm-hmm. And he was a national youth director, United States, national youth director, when I was a teenager. And I recently connected to him. My cousin goes to his church, so I have a little bit of access to him, and, and I can call him every once in a while talk. Wonderful guy. Mm-hmm. He told the story where he had a church with, if, if all of us were on staff full-time and worked here all the time, right? And, and even the guys that worked for him, currently my age, friends of mine, they'd say, Rex had come down the hallway, and he's like, all right, boys. Hit the hallways at you know, 9.30, mm-hmm. 30 minutes before church starts, 20 minutes before church starts. He was not having them in their offices. Mm-hmm. And that man is known to stand at the front door and kiss you and hug every person that comes in. Mm-hmm. Hug them all. Yeah. And they all know it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would much rather be that. And yeah. so you do see me do that, right? Before, Absolutely. As soon as someone starts the closing prayer, yeah. you disappear. I'm headed to the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. I want to be that parson on the steps of the church that for whatever interaction, whatever connection, one of my favorite things is to be 10 minutes late for church, Mm -hmm. standing out in the parking lot and and being there intentionally for people that are coming in, racing in, harried. And they're probably a little embarrassed to be 10 minutes late and see me, (laughs) but but I hope that only happens once because after we have that engagement, it's like, good to see you. Thank you for being here. Love you. See the kids and actually have a meaningful connection Mm -hmm. as they're, what is it? 20, 30 seconds?
1: That's right. Mm. And then I think in this time, Delhi, to answer your question, it's, it's if you're paying attention to society just as a whole, mm. uh, what Andy's saying, the connectivity, the easy connectivity through social media and just the relationship of media to people and how the world has shrunk significantly mm. also incentivizes that So even if you're not being intentional about it, if you just want to be intelligent about it, Mm -hmm. how in the world would people growing Mm -hmm. up in this time Mm -hmm. ever feel that sense of, all there is no mystery? Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know it as husbands. I don't want to get you guys in trouble. There's Mm -hmm. not even a such thing as missing people anymore. Mm -hmm. You're constantly connected to them Mm -hmm. through text, through social media. So I think connection, which is, I think, the biggest word at Christ's Way Connection is everything in that. And I think for me, how that relates to me briefly, mm. is I was trained to be mysterious. Mm-hmm. And I had to undo all that training Yeah, when I truly got into leadership. It goes like this, and Andy was a singer and a leader. Everything that I was as a musician and a singer in the church that I thought I would have to suspend mm. to be a pastor, mm. actually... 90% of that is what I ended up bringing to the table to be a pastor mm-hmm. as opposed to the mystery that I had been tra- trained to be mm-hmm. but it wasn't easy it wasn't easy to undo that mm-hmm. just because there's a lot wouldn't you agree Andy there's also a lot of conviction that was placed on that like even in interpreting first timothy 3 i think see be a mystery be different than the people be disconnected mm-hmm. I think that's the way people were seeing those scriptures yeah. at that time.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a mindset for the era, yeah. you know, the way, people, the way people saw ministry. And frankly, I look at the way you lead a church today, mm-hmm. and I've said it a number of times, a lot easier in the 70s, I'll tell you that, because mm. a pastor just told you what to do. Yeah, And you did, did it, and you did it. No question. It's unbelievable. No questions so asked. I'm like, man, yeah. that would have been easy, right? Mm-hmm. But then also the whole pedestal thing, and I just don't care for that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not, I don't know that I'm more, I don't know if it's more godly or not. I, mm-hmm. I just don't care. I, I'm trying to actually be a part of leading and growing a church I want to go to. right? And so when I first came here almost eight years ago, one of the things I said, and everyone giggled, and they still a little bit, But I said, hey, I'm Andy. I'm one of the pastors here.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: That was on purpose. And you know it was. Mm -hmm. And I said, because I want us to all be able to be part of this. I understand an overseer. And I understand anointing. And I understand offices of the church totally get that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think everyone is called to be an apostle. And I don't think everyone is called
1: to be a prophet. That's right. Of course Mm -hmm.
0: not. I I don't think everyone's called to be a pastor in the sense of vision leadership. Mm -hmm. But caring for each other? And accessibility with each other and and inviting people into that, frankly, inviting them into that space of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just the men's breakfast the other day. Yeah. We're in a room with 20 guys. And I said, fellas, there was a day that I knew every person in this church. Mm-hmm. That's not today. I do not know every person in this church. Mm-hmm. And I need you to help me actually yes, pastor... Mm-hmm. All of these folks. And as you look through here, the things that we can pick up, not violent, but gentle, not, yeah. quarrel, not quarrelsome, able to teach. Mm-hmm. And in 2 uh, uh, Timothy, I was just reading it, one of my favorite, 2 Timothy 2, it says, at the very end, it says, The servant of the Lord must not strive, mm-hmm. but be gentle right. unto all men, which is just like this, mm-hmm. apt to teach. It says, patient mm-hmm. in meekness, and I love this. Instructing those who oppose themselves. That's
1: mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Mm-hmm.
0: So we had a conversation at lunch today yeah. about people that oppose themselves. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, instructing those that impose themselves, lest peradventure God give them an acknowledging of the truth, mm-hmm. like a, a, a light bulb, right? Yeah. That they can, rec- and it says this that they can recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his will.
1: Yeah,
0: you're taken captive by who? The devil. At whose will? His will. He's calling the shots in your life. Mm-hmm. You oppose yourself, and he's calling the shots in your life mm-hmm. because you're a mess, yeah, right? And right. the ability of a teacher, the servant of the Lord, is how he p- puts it in 2 Timothy 2. Yeah. That's what I want this to be, right? Yeah, yeah. And it goes on to talk about, you know, not a recent convert. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about a deacon. As that said, they have to be first. They must be, first 10, they, they must be tested,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I think that means tested by us. Not like Have you had any trials in your life, brother? Yeah. Like I really think it means yeah. tested and, Tried I, to
1: the word. and and frankly,
0: I'm not the best at that. I'm not going to be the poster boy for that because I know that my uh tendency is to see something in you, a potential, and see it. And I know that's a God thing that He's helped me with, mm-hmm. given me, so I can see stuff in people. But I'm a little I'm a little quick to invite you in, mm. right? And 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 I should probably. Read both of these three <laughs> books. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 it's not really the I don't want to set someone up mm-hmm. uh, and make them top heavy with responsibility, but you know you see mm-hmm. uh, a gift in them and you want to come alongside and yeah. and nurture that and 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 what I do is not as wise mm-hmm. as what this says, yeah mm-hmm. right to pause and come alongside and and nurture, nurture. and test them mm-hmm. and try them it's triple yeah. a ball yeah. right yeah and work them through and the so that is is great wisdom. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it's great to have passionate and aware seniors in your church, just to send a shout out to that, to have passionate, aware elders, older people mm-hmm. in your church that have seen the interactions of people and understand that, that I can't. Think about the hundred yeah. of a hundred yeah. times in the last yeah. three and a half years that an older person has come to me and said, "Son, I see your heart. I see what you're trying to do, but you're walking into a, a storm with yeah. that." And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I well, that's a great word, man. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. great,
0: great word, great reminder. Yeah, because uh, I could uh, take up another podcast just listing the number of times that I even when I wasn't disparaging, you know, in the sense of like those poor pitiful older folks that are out of touch, right? Yeah. Even when I wasn't kind of snarky like that, but I thought, ah, oh, I've got an inside here. Yeah. I've got a current anointing. I've got a current inside. Yeah. I've got that kind of business. Mm. <laughs> and being in my mid-50s now, I can look at some of that stuff and go, yeah, well, you were a kid and you <laughs> had great heart and God was leading. Yeah. But I think, of, I think of the son of Solomon, the son of Solomon is a guy named Rehoboam. He was the one that became the king of Israel. And when his dad dies, he goes and he says, okay, what am I supposed to lead, right? I'm following Solomon, for goodness mm-hmm. sakes. So the older men tell Rehoboam, treat the people. And Solomon was a little rough, by the way. Yeah. He wasn't very benevolent, actually. He, he was a little rough. He was almost like Pharaoh. He'd almost turned into like a Pharaoh leader, mm-hmm. that, that difficult and harsh. So he's like, what should I do? And the elder men said, if you'll treat these folks kindly, it was the tribes of Israel, right? Mm -hmm. But if you'll treat them kindly, they'll serve you forever. And then he went and asked his buddies Mm -hmm. and his peers. And they said, your father chastised them with whips. You should chastise them with scorpions. Mm -hmm. Like kick it up a notch, man. Mm -hmm. And he followed their Mm -hmm. suggestion, their advice. And Jeroboam said, uh, uh, nope. Nope. Not happening. And there was a revolt. And that's the moment that Israel split, split. into northern kingdom, southern yeah. kingdom. Yeah. Ten tribes going to the northern kingdom of Israel. That's right. <laughs> what in the world? It's crazy. Because he, f- he didn't listen to the elders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And that sounds a little self-serving as I'm an elder. But, <laughs> I mean, the wisdom of that is yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, man, I hope, I feel like, I hope we can have the passion mm-hmm. throughout the whole room because yes. it's not like elders are wise with no passion. That's mm-hmm. right. They have so, passion. Yeah. Yeah. And wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And strength and insight and if we could all be and I think humility is one of the things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, humility, temperance, moderation, teachable mm-hmm. and be able to receive that from everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a pretty beautiful. powerful that's a pretty yeah, powerful
2: yeah. body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is and it's the marriage. Well, that's yeah. That's what it's saying right here towards the end of, of, the, of the letter, right? Or of that's this right. chapter. It says that um, ye, all of this you will know how the people ought to conduct themselves in God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and the foundation of truth, right? Like that's what, that's what they're looking at the church as, is this is the pillar, the foundation. This is something that's going to hold up all things, right, is as, as the church. And by... by the elders and being teachable and being humble and being pers- pursuing kind of these noble things and exactly what you're saying, but all working together, right? All working together, me <laughs> being a 33 year old, right? Like listening and being humble oh, so to scary. the, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say 55 year old, but, um, but listening, right? I'm glad right? you didn't say it, <laughs> <laughs> but listening, right? Listening and understanding the wisdom and the experience and the testing that they ha- that they have gone through. Um, but also the, I'm, I'm even speaking right now to the older people, like you're not done yet. That's right. Right. You're, you're not done That's yet. Absolutely right. You're right. not done yet. Like be used still to yeah. your, I, I, I pray for myself to be used until my dying day that I am not done serving the Lord and That's his right. people. Like, um, yeah, like help us all to work together in that. I see that I'm, as I'm leading the youth, I'm already trying to think, how can I have, um, some right. people who are elders yeah. come and speak like, cause yeah. they will listen, yeah. <laughs> they will and listen. And you're an elder to them. Yeah. And I'm older She's than sure them, you. right? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a great truth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: When you recognize the strength of the church mm-hmm. and Titus says it in Titus chapter two, Melinda actually calls it a Titus two woman. Mm-hmm. That's her phrase where it encourages the older women to come alongside the younger women that's right. and mm-hmm. show them, just show them how to be and how to live and yeah how to pray and how to love and mm-hmm. how yeah. to parent
2: and yeah.
0: all of that, right? Well, man, you brought yeah. this thing up with the elders. You got something to pray
2: over us yeah, before Bishop? we go Absolutely, today? Yeah, go ahead, Bishop. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to tell them. make it
1: God, we, just, uh, we thank you for the presence of your word and what it does for us and how it speaks to our hearts and how it's very clear that you know your people, you know the kingdom, you know what's best for us. And you know that we work best as a body. When every facet of the body is working, Lord, whether it be the seniorest of seniors or the young, the young people that have strength and, and the the will to fight, let us all learn from one another, Lord. Mm-hmm. Let us learn that this kingdom is set up so that we have the wisdom and the experience, but we also have the newness of vision, the vision that's for the moment, that's for the time. Let that be written uh, so that we can run and not faint. Um, Help us to work together in that. Help us to see one another and see the beauty it is to have uh, love for you that reaches to the highest mountain then it flows to the lowest or the youngest valley. Help us to see it that way. Help us to see one another and to work together in the body. When it is working, it's it's a beautiful thing. We thank you for the clarity of your word in that. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Let that be so. Amen. And as you're praying, I'm thinking, we're talking about, you know, older folks and younger folks and long in the faith and new to the faith and all that. It sure would be good if we had an example of that. And this is it. Like I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is Paul. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Older in the faith, Mm -hmm. telling Timothy, newer in the faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you go into 2 Timothy, he refers to it. He says, I, I see the faith in you that I saw in your grandmother and in your mother. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so great. that's our hope. I pray mm-hmm. it to be so. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good conversation today, fellas. I'm strengthened by it. And I, I pray for those of you that are able to join us, thank you so much. Pray it's strengthening and meaningful to you. Know that we love mm-hmm. you. Uh, thanks for being here today. Until next time, take care.